Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He is risen. Christ is risen from the dead. This is a day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. My soul do magnify the Lord on the day. I will bless the Lord at all times because he is good. He is worthy of the praise, worthy of the glory, worthy of the honor all day long. We lift up holy hands in the sanctuary and bless the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because God is good. Hallelujah. God is good. Is our door open? God is good. We bless the Lord at all times and his praise. Hallelujah. His praise. Thank you, Jesus. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Hallelujah. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord and the humble shall, shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us, hallelujah, exalt his name together. Oh, thank you, Jesus. It's another resurrection morning. Hallelujah. We are alive and we are well. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just a few, few months ago, hallelujah, we were in this place. Praise God. But this day, he is risen again. He is risen. He is risen. I'm not again. He risen from the dead. And he did just what he said. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we are looking to the Lord today. Amen. Just lift your hands wherever you are. Good morning, Greater Harvest. Good morning, body of Christ. We are looking to the hills with cometh our help. And all of our help come from the Lord who made heaven and earth and everything above and everything beneath and everything in between. God did it. Hallelujah. Everything good that's ever happened to me, God did it. Do you have that testimony? Anything good, everything good that's ever happened to me, God did it. Hallelujah. Yes, he did. And I will bless the Lord this morning, despite of what's happening, despite of what went on, despite of what's going on. I know that the enemy is busy and I know that he's doing what he was supposed he is supposed to do. The Bible said that he comes to kill, steal and destroy. Didn't he try to kill a man? Jesus. Hallelujah. Didn't he try to destroy Jesus? Yes, he did. He comes to steal. Didn't he try to steal every essence of who Jesus was and is? He tried to steal it away. Amen. But today. We stand as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And all we have to do is continue to bless the Lord at all times because he is good. He is good. He is great. And he's greatly to be praised. Oh, can we praise the Lord this morning? Oh, can we praise the Lord this morning? I thought back a few years ago, praise God, when there was a sunrise service. And I know there were sunrise services somewhere. Hallelujah. And I'm talking about the gathering of the saints early in the morning. But I know that there's a sunrise service in you this morning. I know you went to bed last night with Jesus on your mind. I know you went to bed last night with Resurrection Sunday on your mind. I know that this week has been a holy week. Uh, and we know that we went through all essence of what holy week stood for. Uh, the betrayal. Hallelujah. The trial. Thank you, Jesus. The crucifixion. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. All that that went on during holy week. Uh, and even though the services around the world, praise God, uh, the Good Friday services, I am so thankful and grateful that even though the world is in dire straits. I'm so thankful and grateful that even though the world has seen things that it's never seen before, even though the world, amen, eh, could be in a dark place, and even though that uh, CNN and MNBC and all of the other forecasts of news today brings us all, all, all the dark things uh, that are there. But I'm so glad today that there is good 
good news. I'm so glad today that we still remember Holy Week. I'm so glad today that we still remember Good Friday. I'm so glad today for all the services that went on during Good Friday. And I'm so glad today that it is Sunday morning, early Sunday morning, early Sunday morning. The truth came forth early Sunday morning. Things broke out uh, early Sunday morning. We're here once again, God, standing in your presence. We've been through a little bit of this and we've been through a little bit of that. And then we've been through a whole lot of this. Uh, and then we've been through a whole lot of that. But yes, God, we've been through this and we've been through that. This, this, and that. But you are still God. You're still God. You're still all God. You're still the God of creation. You're still the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You are my God. You are our Father. By the way, we call you Abba, my Father. Yes, Lord. And it's a good thing that we come to you this morning in the name of Jesus. Jesus made it all possible. Yes, he did. Jesus made it all possible. Everything that I am, everything that I would ever hope to be, it's because of Jesus. I've got the Lord on my side. And the song says, makes me mighty happy, makes me mighty glad. Even though there's been services and celebrations of life this week, and God has been with us through the thick and thin of life. I don't think there's any family on this earth that has not experienced loss of some kind. Each and every one of our families has been hit from the left or hit from the right. Might have been a right cross, amen, or a straight, straight on jab. But the enemy has been on his job. The only thing I can recommend to you is that if you would just lift up your holy hands today, right where you are, uh, I dare you to exercise your faith uh, and just lift up holy hands today and begin to bless the Lord. Uh, blessed be the name of the Lord. He's worthy to be praised and adored. Uh, and we lift up holy hands with one accord uh, and we can say, blessed be the name, blessed be the name, blessed be the name of the Lord. Uh, the Lord is high. The Lord is lifted up and his glory will fill the temple. I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul will make a boast in the Lord and the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh magnify the Lord with me. Oh magnify the Lord with me on this first Sunday of April in the year of our Lord 2008. 21. Uh, millions didn't make it. Uh, and we mean that literally. Uh, millions didn't make it, uh, but we're one of the ones who did. Uh, I dare you to lift up holy hands uh, by faith and bless the Lord. Uh, we're standing in his presence uh, and in his presence is the fullness of joy and pleasures at his right hand. Pleasures are forevermore. Uh, we've got a kayata manasehe. We got to call out those scriptures. Uh, We've got to, we got to speak about the good news, the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, let me finish that thought. There is good news today. There is good news today. There is good news today. And uh, we know that you've already been before the Lord. Uh, on the East Coast, they're doing something. Uh, on this coast, we're doing something. In the Midwest, we're doing something. Across the seas, uh, They've done something uh, and God is still, we're still telling the song. Uh, we're, um, we're still telling the story, praise God. And we're still singing the song. Jesus is mine. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretake uh, of glory divine, heir of salvation, purchase of God, born with his spirit, uh, and we're washed in his blood. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, this is uh, Blood Sunday, uh, and I know that historically uh, what that meant, but this is the blood uh, of Jesus Christ, uh, the blood that was shed as for sacrifice, uh, the blood that was shed for redemption, the blood uh, not of animals, uh, but the blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus 
Christ. I thank God. I thank God. I thank God for the blood. For if it was not for the blood, if it was not for the blood, and if it had not been for the Lord on our sides, what would we do? Sing to the most high God. We are thankful this morning. God bless you, body of Christ. God bless you, greater harvest. There's been miracles in my life, uh, miracles uh, in your life. Uh, we clap our hands uh, and we testify uh, because we know that the Lord is good uh, and he's been good to each and every one of us. Uh, we laid down last night uh, and he touched us with a finger of love uh, early this morning, uh, early this morning. Uh, Belinda and I were in conversation uh, at two o'clock in the morning. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, uh, our Resurrection Sunday uh, had already begun. Uh, last night in my sleep, uh, I was praising the Lord. Uh, praise the Lord. Uh, while in my consciousness, hallelujah, my subconsciousness, uh, because my body was asleep. Uh, but I think and I praise God uh, that I praise God and began to speak in tongues. Uh, while yet I was asleep, uh, asleep so much uh, that I woke my myself up uh, and I woke up Belinda also uh, and she heard me praising the Lord uh, I had to smile uh, and uh, she laughed uh, as we were praising the Lord together saying to the most high God uh, I am so good uh, I mean I am so glad uh, that trouble don't last always uh, the enemy uh, he'll slip his way in He'll slither his way in, uh, and once he gets in, uh, he'll start trying to do uh, dogmatic things. Uh, he'll do some things, uh, and if we are not careful, uh, and if we are not conscious, uh, he'll start doing things, uh, and we won't recognize uh, that it is him, uh, and he'll put husband against wife, and wife against husband, and mother against daughter, and father against son. He'll put parents against children. He'll put black against white. He'll put black against brown. He'll have us all mixed up uh, and have us confused. Uh, I don't want you to focus uh, on the dark things today. Uh, I want you to focus on the light of Jesus Christ. Uh, and while focusing on the light of Jesus Christ, uh, we'll find that they hung him high. They stretched him wide. Uh, he hung his head uh, and then he died. Uh, but that's not how the story ended. Uh, for three days later, uh, he rose again. Uh, and we have uh, an awesome opportunity. Uh, but I don't know uh, how long I've been here. Uh, I forgot the many days that I've been here, but it's 66 times 365 that'll give me the days that I've been here. And through the days that I've been here, God has held me in the hollow of his hand through all the days and all the years that you've been here. God has held you in the hollow of his hand. I believe we can testify together. If you take 365 and multiply it by your age, you find out how many days that you've been alive and been breathing on this earth. And the exciting thing about that is that the scripture will, will, will be made real, even more real to you than you can imagine. Uh, 365 uh, times your age, uh, whatever that number is, uh, that number will come out uh, and what I'm looking at. Uh, and I go ahead and give it to you. Uh, I'm excited because I see it down in me. Uh, the steadfast love uh, of the Lord never changes and his mercies never cease to end. So when you multiply 365 times your age, praise God, you see how many days that you were able to get up and get up and see a brand new day. Get up and see things going the way that God would have them to go. Yes, I say the way that God would have them to go because saints of the most 
most high God. God has predestined. Yes, yes, yes. Predestination. God has set some things up for me. God has set some things up for you. And in the way that God set things up for you and I, we'll begin to see if we live right that heavens belong to us. But if we live right, if I follow holiness, if I look through the hills of Mount Zion, which cometh my help, and all my help come from the Lord, we'll begin to see God manifest in our life. We'll see the manifesto of Jesus Christ and him crucified every day of our lives. You see, what God has for me is for me, and what God has for you is for you. And all I've got to do is not be distracted. All you've got to do is not be distracted, because if I am not distracted, I'll begin to see God show up every day of my life. I cannot blame what's on the left. I cannot blame what's on the right. I cannot blame what's in front of me. I cannot blame what happened behind me. I've got to continue as Paul said, forgetting those things which were behind. And I've got to press towards that mark of the higher calling which is in Christ Jesus. Yes, it's in Christ that we move and have our being. It is in Christ. I can do all things in Christ. I can do all things because it's in Christ. I can do all things. Yes, I can. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. The only strength that I have is that the strength that God gives me. And on this day, this brand new day that I've never seen before, but God predestined. So God walked through this day before I got an opportunity to even be here. God continued to come through this day. And I'm thankful and grateful that it's in God that I move and have my being. I'm thankful and grateful that we can look to the hills when we've come our help and know that all of our help comes from the Lord. You see, God is able. And what is God able to do? God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or even think. And even though I might think of some things, but God is greater than my thoughts. Yes, yes, yes. He's greater than your thoughts. Yes, yes, yes. God's thoughts are so far away from our thoughts that we cannot even begin to comprehend what God is doing. But if I pray right, I'll be able to see God. If I stay before the Lord, I can hear what the Spirit is saying unto the church. Hear, give an ear, God, for me to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Me, not the building, praise God, the church. Me, hear, hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. I'm so grateful and thankful that down through the years, God has been good. I'm standing here at this point in my life, just being able to wave my hands and say, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. He's able, he's able to do exceedingly abundantly. Oh, these words, when they come out of our mouths, when I even hear it being preached to me, I hear the word. I feel the word coming up out of my belly yeah? and it hits me before it comes out of my mouth. Uh, so I get excited about the word. Uh, excitement comes uh, if you know it. Uh, excitement comes uh, if you can hold on to it. Excitement comes as a great value. Uh, and God in the scripture, he turned excitement. He didn't turn excitement. He used the word joy. Hallelujah. That the joy of the Lord is my strength. Uh, I got to talk to some real believers today. When you begin to praise God, 
when you're in pain, when you begin to praise God, when you're hurting. I don't know if you've ever been there, been in a dark place, in the midst of a crowd. You're in the middle of a crowd and people are all around, but in this dark place and you began just to say thank you, Jesus. And you don't have to even be in the midst of a crowd. You just be somewhere lonely. Your life seems to be going nowhere. But I can tell you from my experience, when it doesn't look like God is doing anything, God is up to something. And all you've got to do is remember just to walk with him. Hallelujah. Walk with God. Walk with God. How and I can I walk with God? I read about him in the Bible. How can I walk with God? I hear everybody talking about him. How can I walk with God? Well, even though you may think you cannot, you are walking with God because you see, God gave us life and every step that we take, praise God, and everything that we do, we cannot do it, hallelujah, without the power of God working in our lives. And that's where we're going into our scripture for this morning. I did all of that and hopefully that you leaped up out of wherever you may have been. Hallelujah. Or maybe you've just gone up a little bit higher uh, in the Lord. Uh, remember last week we talked about knowing the truth. Uh, well, the truth came forward this week. Uh, doing Holy Week. Uh, John 8, 32. We're going to start right here. The truth shall make you free. And the truth is risen. Hallelujah. The truth shall make you free. And the truth is he's risen. Let me say it again. The truth, hallelujah, shall make you free. And the truth is he's risen. Hallelujah. He's risen. Ah, yes, he is. Uh, I got to give you a little history and hopefully, praise God, uh, we can catch up uh, and do this thing together. The Mr. Francis Galton, Mr. Francis Galton, he was the cousin of the famous scientist Charles Darwin. Charles Darwin. We know who he is. The theory of evolution. Yes, yes, we're still battling with that today, what he brought in. But Charles Galton is responsible for the birth of racism. The birth of racism. What is the connection between Galton and Charles Darwin? You see, Galton was the cousin of Charles Darwin. So you see how that spirit, amen, is continuing to move. So we see, and I said that Galton is responsible for the birth of racism. You see, uh, let me tell you how that's so. This word, eugenics, eugenics, eugenics is a Greek word meaning good stock. Eugenics is a Greek word meaning good stock. Uh, as he referred to the practice, Galton's views were embraced in the early 20th century. It was embraced by scientists. It was embraced by educators. It was embraced by clergymen. It became heavily circulated in the education in educational institutions uh, and even gained a worldwide following. Francis Galton is the person who inspired Adolf Hitler. In fact, the past tells us that the Nazis were an extension of the eugenics, the eugenics movement that started right here in America. Galton's influence extended into psychology. He's responsible for the ideal of nature, what is external, the way the environment impacts us versus, versus nurture, praise God. Internal, the way you were taught. Saint to the most high God. This was used by psychologists to justify the condition of black people and excuse the laws they were subject to. So bottom line, they used the, uh, the, the, the nature, amen, the external things, praise God, to produce the situation that we have as relates to racism. Let me say it again so you can be clear with it. Uh, Galton 
is responsible for the ideal of nurture, which is external. The way the environment impacts you, impacts me, versus, versus nurture, which is eternal. The way you are taught. This was used by psychiatrists, psychologists, to justify the condition of black people and excuse the laws. Hallelujah. Uh, you see, we, we are subjected to the law. So sometime later, we'll flush out nature versus nurture. We don't have time to do it today. But Mr. Galton, hallelujah, he's the reason why we as Americans have to declare a race on every application. That's the bottom line. Galton is responsible for nature versus nurture and why we have to claim, amen, a race on the application. He is undeniably, undeniably the father of racism. See, when we begin to find out and research and find some things, amen, and I got to slow down and not be too excited about it, but I get excited about exposure, hallelujah, because we're talking about the truth today and the truth uh, making us free, amen, not setting us free. Before, amen, the rise of eugenics, uh, people would often choose the race they desired. It was common thought that there was no pure race in America. Hallelujah. It is evident by the famed Mr. George Tillman. In 1895, in front of the South Carolina legislation, he declared, it is a scientific fact. Y'all don't hear me. It is a scientific fact that there is not one full-blooded Caucasian on the floor of this convention. Yes, yes, this is Mr. George Tillman, and he's standing before the legislature branch of South Carolina, and I'm going to say it again. It is a scientific fact, scientific fact, that there is not one full-blooded Caucasian on the floor of this convention. Every member has in him a certain mixture of colored blood. I'm quoting it, colored blood. It would be a, 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 a cruel injustice and the source of endless litigation of scandal, of horror, of feud and bloodshed to undertake such to annul a marriage. Y'all don't hear me. Or forbid marriage for a remote, perhaps obsolete trace of Negro blood. The doors would be open to scandal. The doors would be open to malice. The doors would be open to greed, just as what we are, what we are experiencing today. Because what we're seeing in our world today is the scandal. What we're seeing in our world today is malice. What we're seeing in our world today is greed. What we're seeing in our world today is the fear of this seed that was planted a long time ago. This seed, praise God, that gives one group of people the idea that they are supreme to everyone else. Uh, saints of the Most High God, in the saints, in a sense, Tillman was revealing a truth, a truth that has been buried in a cave, hallelujah, and covered with a boulder. But if you, if you don't know the power of my God, whenever you put the truth in a cave and cover it with a boulder, it is destined to rise up again. Y'all didn't get that. Whenever you put the truth in a cave and then cover it up with a boulder, it's destined, hallelujah, to rise up again. Truth has a way of coming to the light. If you are unfamiliar with God, this may come as a miracle to you. But the saints of God, hallelujah, who know that Jesus proclaimed in John 8.32 that the truth shall make you free. And notice the verse says, it didn't say set you free. Saints of the Most High God, that's why man cannot. That's why the government cannot. The can, there's no setting us free. Once you're free in Christ Jesus, you're free indeed. And once we begin to walk in that freedom, once we begin to speak about that freedom, once we begin to exercise that freedom, hallelujah, boulders are turned away. Yes, Lord, ah, ah, you need to be released. Hallelujah. If you need to be released, Hallelujah. It says that the truth 
will make you free. So today I need you to release yourself. Amen. Don't let anybody begin to talk to you and tell you, push you in a corner, uh, 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 pull you out of who you are. Uh, you see, many times the Spirit of God, uh, the Holy Ghost will give you something. Uh, the Holy Ghost will give me something. Uh, and we begin to share, praise God. Uh, if you got people uh, that are like spirit, uh, when they begin to talk to you and you begin to talk and we begin to share God's goodness, praise God. The Spirit is a kindred spirit uh, and they see God moving in you. We see God moving in each other. And when we see God moving in each other. We shall know the truth and the truth, hallelujah, shall make us free. There is not a setting of free. It's make us free. And what the world wants to do is put into the air. And they're doing a great job of it. They're putting out there that there's no absolute truth. There is an absolute truth. And the absolute truth today, it cannot be disputed. It cannot be denied. Jesus Christ rose from the dead. Uh, this may not be the exact day, but saints of the most high God, you got a day. Oh, y'all don't hear me. You got a day and I've got a day. Each and every one of us remember that day. What day is that? That day when we experienced the truth. That day when we gave up that day that when we gave up and gave in, the day that the Holy Ghost uh, revealed to us in witness uh, and we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, that was a truth, amen, and the truth made you free. The truth made me free. I want to release you today. It says that the truth will make you free. You only need truth. We only need the truth to be revealed to us, uh, saints of the most high God. We only need the truth to be enlightenment to us. Yes, yes, yes. Self-enlightenment, hallelujah, or self-discovery, praise God. We may have had a lot of influences, and some of us faked it until we made it. Uh, what I am saying, uh, I am saying until the real spirit of God begin to bring up, begin to well up on the inside of me, begin to well up on the inside of you, and the spirit began to draw you that we needed a more hallelujah excellent relationship or we needed to find something in life that we could hold on to many of us had looked to the right many of us had looked to the left and we couldn't find nobody song says searched all over couldn't find nobody we looked high and we looked low still couldn't find nobody nobody greater nobody greater than he so what happens in self discovery what happens in self enlightenment I must humble myself. Uh, you must humble yourself. Uh, hallelujah. When we humble ourselves, uh, you must look for yourself in God. I'm going to say that again. You'll know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And while we are discovering our freedom, we're constantly finding ourselves in God. It takes some humility, hallelujah, to find ourselves in God. Uh, you must look for yourself in God. Uh, you see, let me give you a quick example here. Moses found himself in God by murdering the Egyptian soldier. Yes, yes, yes. He murdered the soldier. Hallelujah. Ran away, praise God. Hid on the backside of the mountain. Uh, but he found himself in God. Uh, and this goes to show uh, that I've got to forgive you and you've got to forgive me uh, because you see God forgave Moses. Uh, yes, he did. Uh, even though he committed the act of murder uh, and even though there were consequences that he had to deal with. Uh, but once he dealt with the consequences, uh, God called him up uh, up on the mountain. Uh, yes, he did. The bush, the bush was burning, uh, but yet it was not consumed. Uh, we got to see God uh, and see God uh, in a way uh, that God himself uh, began to superimpose himself uh, through the power of the Holy Ghost uh, down on the inside of us. Uh, and when God began to superimpose himself uh, in the power of the Holy Ghost uh, down on the inside of us, uh, we shall know the truth uh, and the truth shall make us free. Uh, and the truth is he's risen today. Uh, and the truth is he rose in me. Uh, the truth is 
is he rose in you. And if you have not felt that resurrection power of the Holy Ghost through Jesus Christ and the covering of his blood on the inside of you, it's time to do so this day. I'll tell you, saints of the most high God, who but God could still use a murderer to save his people. Just a quick other example. I look at Jacob and Jacob found himself. Hallelujah. Jacob found himself in God by letting go of everything. Y'all don't hear me. He had to let go of everything. Everything that he had gained. Everything that he had. He was wealthy. He was more wealthy than his uncle. He came to his uncle with nothing. But he acquired much. He went through much suffering. But look what Job had to do. I'm sorry. Look what Jacob had to do. Jacob had to let go everything. Everything he had. And Jacob found himself laying down on the ground and he pulled a rock a rock up to his head and used it as a pillow and he found peace he found the peace that he was looking for yes 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 there's so many examples another one jumped on at me this morning Rahab the harlot she found herself in God when she hid the spies and helped them escape out of the back window she found God now, God was not lost. Let me make sure that we understand what I'm saying. When we begin to find ourselves in God, God is not lost. And every part of your life is very important. You see, life will lead you. Life will guide you. Life will direct you. And the only way that you can make it in life is that life becomes worth living because Jesus is the on the inside of you and once you feel once you understand and know that Jesus is alive and well on the inside I've got joy unspeakable joy uh, y'all don't hear me this morning now let me help you let me help you help me help me help me, help me Holy Ghost uh, she found God uh, Paul okay I got one more Paul himself yes 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 Paul found himself Paul was on his way Hallelujah, a man of men, Pharisee of Pharisee, Sadducee of Sadducee, taught, uh, studied under God of Mael. Uh, he felt uh, that he was doing all that he could do. Uh, the teaching was there. Uh, Y'all don't hear me. Uh, he had something in his hand uh, and something in his heart. Uh, in his hand, he had a decree from the king uh, authorizing him to go to Damascus uh, and do whatever you want to do. Uh, and in his heart, he thought and felt that uh, that what he was supposed to do. Uh, have you ever felt like Paul? Uh, have you ever been in a position? Uh, but we can find Paul uh, on Damascus Road uh, and we found and we find that what happened to him, he found himself, hallelujah, on a way to Damascus. The question is, where and when did you find yourself in God? Hallelujah. Now let me help you a little bit by finding yourself. Yes, yes, yes. God is not finding God. It's not a once-in-a-lifetime thing. No, 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 no. Finding God. Uh, you've got to find yourself in God every day. Hallelujah. Looking for yourself in God every day is a way of life. And that's why that when we begin to look for ourselves in God as a way of life every day, that means I'm free. Amen. I'm looking for Jesus Christ. I'm looking for Jesus to show up every day. Are you looking for Jesus to show up every day in your life? Are you looking to see Jesus somewhere? Praise God. I got a testimony, but I can't tell it right now. I got to go. I got to go. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is everywhere. Amen. Jesus is everywhere. Jesus is everywhere. Nothing happens, hallelujah, in this time of space that God does not know. Uh, because God came in, hallelujah, spoke into, hallelujah, time, then stepped back out of time, uh, but now oversees time uh, and everything that's happening, hallelujah. He summed it up. He said, it's working for my good. Uh, and when we are free in Christ Jesus, uh, when we're made free in Christ Jesus, uh, at some point, uh, when I'm curled up.
dropping or not. At some point, when my head feels like it's got too much pressure in it, at some point, when my words are confusing to myself, I realize that I'm free in Christ Jesus. And everything, everything is working together for my good. I'm looking for a good outlook. I'm looking for something to happen. You see, when I'm living in my free self and looking for God every day, then every day is a way of holiness. Oh, yes, it's not easy, but it's hard. In in Yes, yes, yes. In Colossians, the first chapter, starting with verse 13, it said, he was delivered. He he delivered us, thank you, Jesus, from the power of darkness and conveyed us, conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of God, the kingdom of the Son of his love. Yes, yes, the new King James, the new King James in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. And see, that's where the first prison starts. If I don't know that I'm forgiven in my mind, hallelujah. And the only way that I know that I'm forgiven in my mind is I understand that I've experienced the forgiveness, hallelujah, of Jesus Christ in my heart. And when I do that, I'm living free. And when I live free, that means every day I'm walking up the King's Highway. Every day I want to be freer in him. Verse 14 says, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creatures creation. That's our Jesus. That's our Jesus. Yes, we have an excellent way. Verse 16, it says, for by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are in earth. Those things visible, those things invisible, whether thrones of man or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things and in him all things consist. We're talking about our God and he is the head of the body. Yes, yes, the church. He is my head. He is your head. We have the buildings, but we cannot allow our cathedrals and our temples and the place in which we gather be more important than this body. This body is the temple of the Holy Ghost and he wants to live in me. He wants to live in you. But I've got to understand that God wants the will and do in me in us of his good pleasure uh, in order for that to happen I've got to be free uh, no more chains uh, holding me uh, and no matter what's going on in my life uh, my soul is resting uh, and it's just a blessing uh, praise the Lord hallelujah I'm free uh, do I have anybody that's free today uh, do I have anybody that can clap their hands today uh, do I have anybody that feel like shouting today? Uh, do I have anybody that feel like dancing today? Uh, I got to do verse 18 again. Uh, it did something to me. Uh, he is the head uh, of the body. Uh, the church uh, who is the beginning. Uh, the firstborn. Uh, uh, the firstborn uh, from the dead. Uh, that all things uh, he might have uh, the preeminence. Uh, oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Uh, the preeminence, uh, the supremacy, uh, all power, uh, all power. Uh, yes, uh, that's why he was able to say, uh, hey, glory, uh, after he gave up the ghost uh, and say, Father, into thy hands, uh, I commit my spirit. Uh, after he was able to do that, uh, yes, uh, because of the preeminence.
preeminence uh, because of the supremacy. Uh, he was able to go down in the hell. Uh, Y'all don't hear me? Uh, and take the keys uh, and set the captives free. Uh, and I like this part so much. Uh, oh, death, uh, where is thy sting? Uh, and oh, grave, uh, where is thy victory? Uh, the supremacy of Christ uh, is in me. Uh, the supremacy of Christ uh, is in you. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, if you don't have it today, uh, the Bible tells us uh, to speak those things uh, that are not uh, as though they were. Uh, so, saints of the Most High God, uh, if you feel bound, uh, you got to shake yourself loose. Uh, if you feel entangled, uh, you got to untangle yourself. Uh, God has not given us uh, the spirit of fear, uh, but of love, power, uh, and a sound mind. Uh, I feel I feel like busting loose for it pleased the Father that in him all fullness should dwell. The fullness of everything that God wanted to bring forth it came forth in Jesus Christ. And verse 20 says, and by him to reconcile all things to himself whether things on earth, things in heaven having made peace through the blood of his cross yes Jesus 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 y'all don't hear me Jesus Jesus paid it all and all of him we owe we're not talking about legalism we're not talking about being bound we're not talking about under man's control the Bible goes on in Ayatomosa in Colossians, the second chapter, starting with verse 11, I think, said, In him you are also circumcised with the circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Buried with him, y'all don't hear me. Buried with him uh, in baptism, uh, in which uh, you also uh, were raised uh, with him uh, through faith uh, in the working uh, of God, uh, who raised him uh, from the dead. Uh, saints of the Most High God, uh, God uh, raised up Jesus. Uh, he said, "Father, uh, how much trust was that?" Father. Into your hands, I commit my spirit. I don't care what's going before me. There was a path that's been predestined, a path that he must have to climb, a road to Golgotha, a place of unknown. God, God raised Jesus from the dead. Verse 13. And you being dead, me being dead in our trespasses, the uncircumcision of our flesh, he was made alive together with him, having forgiven you all. All of my trespasses are forgiven. All of your trespasses are forgiven. I tell you, not because I spoke it out of my mouth, but because Jesus he died on the cross. Jesus, he shed his blood. And having wiped the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, he was taken, he taken it up. He taken it out of the way, having been nailed to the cross, having disarmed, y'all don't hear me, having disarmed principalities, having disarmed powers, having disarmed these things, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them. Yes, the truth is, Jesus died for our sins on Calvary's cross. And once you can embrace it, once you can hold on to it, once you know it in your heart, I am free. 
I am free, no longer bound. There's no chains holding me. And even though we're in the virus, even though many have died, even though the world has changed, my soul is resting. And it's just a blessing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm free. Yes. Yes. Ain't nothing like freedom. Yes. If you had a bird that was wild. If you had a horse that was used to being free. Yes. Once you take the bridle off, he'll wiggle his head and he'll take off. You see his tail stick up and he'll be running and he'll be running and I don't know what the saints was thinking but when I think about it run don't look back run don't look back I'm running for my life are you running for your life you better run for Jesus all these other things is not gonna make it don't run too swift don't run too slow don't run too swift let me get out of here I'm feeling this thing now in the sense let's go back to Mr. Tillman Mr. Tillman he was revealing a truth a truth that has been buried in a cave and covered with a boulder if you don't know the power of my God Whenever you put the truth in a cave and cover it up with a boulder, it's destined to rise again. They buried Jesus in an un in a borrowed tomb. Yes, they did in Joseph's borrowed tomb. Yes, oh yes, they put him in a tomb and they put a boulder in front. Yes, they did. But the boulder was predestined to be moved. The truth has a way of coming to light. You are unfamiliar and you may be unfamiliar with miracles but 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 the saints of God we know miracles and Jesus he promised us in John 832 the truth shall make you free yes it'll make you free not set free Man can't set me free. Man can't set you free. Jesus set us free. We've been released in him. Well, I'm going to try and get out of here some kind of way. But there was something that was spinning around in my head. Yes, I thought about Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Uh, I thought about uh, inception. Uh, I thought about uh, the spermazola. Uh, I thought about uh, the sperm uh, swimming up the stream uh, and finding an egg. Uh, that egg uh, and that sperm, uh, it was housed uh, in the belly, uh, in the womb uh, of a woman uh, conceived uh, in a dark place uh, and began to grow. Y'all don't hear me? From trimester to trimester to the fullness of time. You see, truth happened in the conception and growing on the inside of the wound. And at some point, the wound could not hold that life that was within. And I want you to use Use your imagination and go with me in the fullness of time. The truth had to come forth. And yes, 
what happened? Hallelujah. Thank to the most high God. Just as life comes forward out of the wound of a woman, just like we who've been held back, who've been held down, sink to the most high God. I believe that the time is now and is that everything that's trying to be suppressed, body of Christ, if we start walking in the truth, death, death, death can't hold us. When we start walking in the truth, the lies of racism can't hold us. When we begin to walk in the newness of life, understanding that those whom Christ has set free are free indeed. Freedom, freedom, freedom. Yes, yes. Jesus was predestined to become the truth. He became the truth. Jesus is the absolute truth. From Genesis to Revelations, he is the truth. Through 42 generations, he is the truth. He is God. He is God, the man. And he's God, our God. Saints of the Most High God. We should know the truth. And the truth should make us free. Saints of the Most High God, we can't find freedom in houses. We can't find freedom in land. We can't find freedom in wealth. We can't find freedom in these earthly things. But we can find our freedom in Christ Jesus. I don't know if you've been praying and things have not been matching up. But I can tell you, I can tell you like this. And I'll have to tell you like the scripture says. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all of the things will be added unto you. You see, if you seek first the kingdom of God and continually find yourself looking to God, looking for God, God ain't hiding, God ain't lost. But sometimes we get our priorities out of sync and we find ourselves in places doing things we shouldn't do. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, about a month or so ago, Holy Ghost reminded me. He said, son, one unrepented sin will keep you out of heaven. Just one unrepented sin will keep you out of heaven. And I've been repenting every day. Every time I think about it, I've been saying, I'm sorry. I got to stop. I've been saying, Lord. Forgive me. And whomever I've got to go back to, I'm going to asking forgiveness because I need all of mine. And I know you need all of yours. So pray with me. And let's repent just one more time. I don't care where you are. I don't care who you are. Don't care what your title is. One unrepented sin. And the Bible says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Father, Pray with me in the name of Jesus. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me from all of my unrighteousness and create within me, hallelujah, create within me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. I believe in your son, Jesus Christ. I believe in his birth. I believe in everything about his life. I believe, hallelujah, uh, his death on the cross. I believe in the 72 thorns that was put on his head and then nailed down. And each thorn being six, seven inches long. I believe, I believe, I believe that they whipped him. I believe they moved him from judgment hall to judgment hall. I believe in all this. And I accept the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal savior. Forgive me of my sins, Father. Cleanse me from all of my unrighteousness. Create within me a clean heart 
and renew the right spirit within me. This day, Father God, I'm coming before you again. Here I go again. Hallelujah. Asking you to save us. Here we go again. Asking you to save us and cleanse us. Yes, Lord. We want to live to see you. Hallelujah. We want to live to see you. Bless this bread which represents your body. Bless this juice that represents your blood. Oh, God, we thank you. We thank you for the blood. We thank you for the blood. On this first Sunday in this month of April, we're thankful and excited about the blood of Jesus Christ. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Hope these glasses can adjust themselves. Our scripture reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, starting with verse 23. For I received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto thee, that the Lord Jesus, the same man in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he'd given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Uh, this do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Thank you, Jesus. For often as you eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, hallelujah, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Wherefore, my brethren, wherefore, my brethren, when we come together to eat, tarry one for another. And if any man hunger, let him eat at home, that ye come not together unto condemnation. And the rest I will set in order when I come. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood for me. Well, one day when I was lost, Jesus died on the cross. And I know it was the blood for me. It was my Savior's blood. It was my Savior's blood. It was my Savior's blood for me. Well, one day when I was lost, Jesus died on the cross. And I know it was the blood for me. It was my Savior's blood. It was my Savior's blood. It was my Savior's blood for me. Well, one day when I was lost, Jesus died on the cross, and I know it was the blood for me. It was my Savior's blood. It was my Savior's blood. It was my Savior's blood for me. Well, one day when I was lost, Jesus died on the cross, and I know it was the blood for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Saints in the house today. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. On this day, this resurrection day, it was my Savior's blood. It was my Savior's blood. It was my Savior's blood for me. Well, one day when I was lost, Jesus died on the cross, and I know it was the blood for me. I just jumped up and kicked my feet out, y'all. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood, for the blood, for the blood, for the blood. Hallelujah. On that night, Jesus was with his disciples, and he took the bread, and he broke it, and he says, take. He blessed it and broke it and said, take, eat. 
And as often as you do this, do it in remembrance of me. Father, we remember you on this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And in like manner, amen. He blessed the cup. And he said, take and drink ye also. And as often as you do it, do it in remembrance of me. We remember you today, Father. Hallelujah. There is power, power, wonder working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. There is joy, joy, wonder working joy in the blood of the Lamb. There is joy, joy, wonder working joy in the precious blood of the Lamb. Said I would not be free unless there was power in the blood. Power in the blood. Power in the blood. Said I would not be free unless there was power in the blood. In the precious blood of the Lamb. I know there's power. Power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. There is joy, joy, wonder-working joy in the blood of the Lamb. There is joy, joy. Wonder-working joy in the precious blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. We truly thank God. We truly thank God for this day. Amen. We thank God for this Easter Sunday. We thank God, amen, for Holy Week. And this week coming, this first day of the week, this Holy Week too. Hallelujah. This Holy Week too. We want you to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and then all other things, amen, will be added. I guarantee you by the blood of Jesus Christ that if you give God the number one space in your life, then all the things that's in this word, these promises, these promises, you can lay hope to. Yes, you can. You can lay hope to every promise when you give God the first place in your life. I don't want you to get it twisted. As soon as you give God the first place in your life, <laughs> it's going to come from the right, going to come from the left, going to come from the front, going to come from behind, but you've got to be faithful. Amen. You've got to be faithful. Hallelujah. I know you tried it once before, but give him one more time. And this time, be real about it. Be serious about it. And watch God bless you. God bless you. Good morning, Greater Harvest. Good morning, Sister Whitfield. Good morning, Sister Jeannie. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning, everyone. Thankful for Jamar. Thankful always for Kenneth up there doing what they do, prayerfully everything with according as they wanted it to be up there. Amen. So, Father, we thank you this day as we go out. There's going to be all kinds of eating and all kinds of things going on. But, Father God, be the first thing. Not first thing, but, Father, in everything that we do today, let us acknowledge you, not only this day, but every day in our lives. And I hear the little song singing, Jesus, you're the center of my joy. All that's good and perfect comes from you. You're the source of my contentment, hope for all I do. Jesus, you are the center of our joy, not only this day, but the entire week. God bless you all, and go with God.